Hi, my name is Anamika Hops, and this is The Art Friend Show, where every conversation focuses on getting to know the essence of creativity itself. I'd love to invite you as well to join me inside of Art Friends School, where we go deeper into these topics and join in with other art friends around the world. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's get to the show. Welcome to the Art Friend Show. Here's an artist you're gonna love to know. Hi, I'm Anamika. Oh great, Mariana, I can see you, yay. So this is the Art Friend Show and we're doing 100 days in a row going live. Most days I'm interviewing another artist and today's guest is Mariana. She's joining us right now. Hi, Mariana. Welcome. Thank you so much. Your dog is adorable, by the way. This is Summer Dog. She actually oh. get off my lap, so I'm going to let her. But um, <laughs> I wanted to bring her for this special episode since you have some yeah. specialty. Um, so welcome to the Art Friends Show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here, chat, chat it out about art. And thank you so much for this platform, too. I really appreciate that. We're creating it together. Can you tell everyone your full name, where you live, and then we'll talk about what you make? Yeah. So my name is Mariana Moreno Gonzalez, and I live in Berkeley, California. And uh, I am a portrait artist specializing in pet portraits um, and specifically working with acrylics right now. Cool. One thing that I notice about your work, Mariana, is how much, yes, you can capture a likeness, and they are beautifully rendered but Thank in you. addition to a likeness you're capturing uh, like the energy that exudes from the pet or the person uh, the personality but also like the presence it's so cool thank you so much um that's definitely a goal of mine with the work so when i get that feedback it makes me feel really happy yeah. <laughs> because it's nice to have i'm happy with the pieces and how they come out but the real part of what I do is a service to honor this special relationship. And so when they get the piece and they're like, this feels like my pet, this feels like my person, um, that, that makes me really happy. Cause that, yeah, that's definitely my goal with the work more than anything. How do you do, you, how do, you do that part? Do you know? Can you put that um, words? So well, we can talk, I guess we can backtrack a little bit about my history of how I kind of got started with this because um, it ties in with that. Um, so in 2021, in January, I had a German Shepherd Husky mix. His name was Lobo. Yeah, that's his portrait right there. Um, and his presence in my life taught me a lot about myself. Um, he was he was an anxious, um, reactive dog. And so I had to learn a lot about like, what were, what were his triggers, what, um, I just paid a lot of attention to him and his personality and the surroundings and stuff like that. And I almost want to say that that like might've increased my intuition or, or something. Yeah. Um, he passed away, he was about eight and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, wow. so he was like really healthy until he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, it was hard. Yeah. Um, and I, Shout out to Berkeley Humane Society because they had a pet loss support group and there they um, suggested like putting an altar or something to honor because it's a 
very sudden shock from like having to take care of something and not being able to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And that was where I was like, I'm going to take it a step further and paint him mm -hmm. because there was, you know, I could do like take a bunch of photos and I love the photo, but it was the act of painting him. It was like remembering all the little fur marks, you know, any little scars, anything that like felt like, him again so with like each stroke it felt like I was petting him again I was having those moments with him again um and I think that practice the first piece because I hadn't painted since 2010 before doing that so oh wow I yeah I took my time I it that process also helped prepare my relationship with art because there was a bit of like um an exhaustion I went to art school but for fashion design and it was really therapeutic not just like for my grieving but also rebuilding my relationship with art um so yeah it painting him and and remembering and it was just like really focusing on the memories feeling the energy of the photos um that's that's what i've continued to do with the newer pieces so what's been fun about this experience whether the pet or the loved one is present or you know has passed on um, I, I, when they send me the photos, the uh, reference photos, uh, I like to have a couple. I ask them, send me your favorite ones. Like if you can send me like five, that gives me a good vibe of like the energy or the, the kind of relationship. Um, but if they have one, that's totally fine. Uh, but it's fun to see the, their favorite photos, um, their perspective of the relationship. And, um, and also there's that, there's that trust because um, my dog didn't trust a lot of people, but he trusted me. So when I took photos of him, he was less guarded. He was more sweet. You know, I caught these really beautiful moments of his tenderness, yeah. but not everyone gets to see. And so when I see people with that loving relationship with their pet and they're taking the photo and the photo and the pets relax and you can see they're happy. It's like that moment of like the real connection the real relationship there the like unconditional love that comes becomes present in those photos that I try to capture in the painting like kind of magnify them if I can yeah, yeah. that's amazing yeah reference photos seem like a really important part to guide your client on so you can see and I love how much you recognize that they're actually able to capture the most open energy in their pet perhaps yeah yeah and it's also like a like some of the photos i've seen you can literally see the owner reflected in the eyes like there's this um oh, sphinx cat yeah. and like the big sphinx cat eyes and you could see the person taking the photo and i love those photos because it's like you're you're really capturing that like connection right uh -huh. between you know the the pet and the owner and that like sweet sweet intimate moment of like safety and happiness and yeah That's it's really nice so cool do you ever paint that little portrait of the owner like on the eye uh, I do yeah so some of the some of them um I've been doing mostly like eight by eights ten by tens I just started doing 12 by 12s yeah. and so I have a nice little collection of teeny tiny brushes and then I'm like I'm still getting that person in there because I'm very detail oriented so mm -hmm. I like I, it takes time and it takes energy and focus but I I love doing that I love capturing every little bit that I can and then kind of flowing out with the background and playing with color and adding flowers and textures that way. But mm -hmm. for sure, I'd say I put a lot of detail in the eyes and like the nose, the balance, yeah. so that you can really feel like, hey, that's 
that's my baby. You know what I mean? Like I'm capturing that. Like I know who I know that dog is not just that dog. That's my dog. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I want to have you paint my pet. Oh. <laughs> so, like, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I love doing it, and everyone that supported me along the way, I greatly appreciate because this has definitely been like a passion project. It's been mm -hmm. more like heart centered art making. Um, and so I really enjoy it all the time. <laughs> Where is it leading you? What, what do you, what are a couple things you have coming up right now? That's a good question. So, um, I feel like I'm still open to seeing where things can go as far as where I feel called to. I've been working with, um, I've been offering, uh, gift certificates uh, for silent auctions mm -hmm. um, for animal rescues. Mm -hmm. So um, if they have silent auctions, my portrait can be a prize. And that's really sweet because that money goes back to like taking care of the animals. Mm -hmm. um, and then also just it, it, it's a really nice gift too. So it's like around the holiday season, people have been asking like, can you, can you requesting for commission portraits and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, I can't quite, I see too far into the future of where I can fully because like I feel like with each piece it's such a intimate portrait you know that I wouldn't want to make prints or anything like that so aside from doing the pet portraits I'm also doing pieces of my personal collection and those I kind of consider like visual diaries mm -hmm. um, and there I, I play with um, more with people portraits like faces and stuff um, but also like nature elements and almost like surrealist so i'll put different size things and for that i, I want to continue to explore as well um to make prints and do shows and stuff like that cool that's <laughs> yeah it sounds like it's really taking you like into a broader art practice and you're staying yeah. in a lot of alignment with with the commitment to the animals by giving your by giving those gift certificates have you done some of those gift certificates as work yet um uh what do you mean like people, as work people, like people who have um won the gift certificate in the silent auction have they come to you and redeemed it yes yeah i'm almost caught up with the last year's uh -huh. um pieces but uh yeah so i want to say maybe the last three no no except for the latest one but a couple of the portraits on my uh, instagram page are from um there's like like a, two cats and some peonies in the back. That one's from um, the Berkeley Humane Society cool. um, silent auction. So yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, so I'm curious about your experience studying fashion design in art school. And yeah. Does that like tell tell me about that choice that you made back then, and maybe how related <laughs> or not? Um. So when I was in high school, I did take some AP art classes and one of the classes we played, that was my first time actually painting portraits. So I, I'll tilt the camera, but like you can kind of see in the back there. Oh, yeah. I actually did that in high school. Cool. And that's um, wow. um, a portrait of my grandmother. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that was the first time I did um, really played with acrylics and, and face and all that stuff and I remember enjoying it but um, I don't know I think part of when I was younger I 
was like, I want to be like Selena and be a fashion designer or something like that. So I went, yeah, I went to uh, California College of the Arts in San Francisco okay. for um, fashion design. And um, what was nice about that school is being um, exposed to other mediums, different design and, and traditional art too. Like they had glass blowing and painting, all that stuff. And I, I do remember like, I think it was my freshman year in a drawing class, mm. um, my drawing teacher tried to convince me to switch majors. And he was like, you should do drawing <laughs> or painting. And I was like, eh, I'm going to do fashion. <laughs> and then um, when I graduated, I actually really didn't get into fashion design. Um, I liked more, conceptual design and I like problem solving, custom making, handmade stuff. Yeah. And in the industry, I feel like at that time it was more mass produced mm -hmm. commercial stuff and that wasn't my vibe. So I got I actually got my dog, Lobo, um, mm -hmm. kind of recently after graduating and then got into retail because it really worked with my schedule to take care of him and, and get money to take care of him. Yeah. And so I, I went more into styling and customer service um, and did other things. I actually worked a little bit for like a local dog collar company. And so I did oh. hand studded leather dog collars and helped sell those too. Um, so yeah, I haven't really gone back into fashion besides, besides playing with um, altering things here and there um, and at times I entertain the idea of, of maybe doing a little small collection at some point in my life. Yeah. But um, I think as of now where I'm at in my life and the experiences that I've had in my life, I feel more of like being in service to a community. And, mm -hmm. and I found that sweet spot with like, you know, giving people, cause I feel like at least with the, the pet loss support group, like not everyone has the nice, supportive environment to be able to grieve something that feels very real very personal very delicate and so um i almost feel like well at least i'm offering this safe space for people to come to me if they want a portrait or anything like that and and because i understand i understand that connection i understand um you know how painful it is to lose them because we you know when you love that big it hurts that much so um, I just really enjoy this this way of using my skill or my art um, to be able to celebrate something really beautiful and precious that should should be in my you know like taken care of. Yeah. It sounds like you're just so in alignment with your purpose. Thank, Thank you. And it's really striking to me that Lobo was perhaps. <laughs> oh, hey, my dog looking for me. Oh, <laughs> Aggle of children passing by, and she's <laughs> someone's out there. Oh, out there. But um, I, thank, you. thank you. Um, Lobo. So studying art in, in you know in art school in San Francisco, and then immediately after that, getting Lobo and having that chapter of your life together, and it's like the his passing returned you to art. Mm -hmm. It's just an interesting yeah. story. Great art. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really is. Um, I wouldn't have thought that that would have been a thing. Um, but yeah, I think, I think also the timing too with the pandemic, right? And so, um, 
I actually got into like cleaning up my space and pulling things out. And so even at the time of his passing, I actually finally had an art desk with my art stuff organized. Like I was ready to go. Yeah. So I'm like, I have, and you know, I, I had the time or it was the time I feel it was the time to get back into it. Yeah. Um, and I think his, the connection that I had with him and the dedication that I had to help him and, and, and also my own anxiety, cause I have, um, I'm an anxious person too, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, um, it helped me to have patience yeah. and to figure out how to deal with difficult times in with more compassion. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I made rules for myself and I do that still, I still practice that. So every time before I paint, it's, it, I meditate a little bit. It's like little prayers that I give to myself to remind myself, like, don't come at this with any self-criticism, honor your energy and time, you know, no, and um, and and trust yourself. Like yeah. believe in yourself, because yeah. um, I can easily get into the self sabotaging way of just being like, I'm I'm not technically trained in this, or don't really know what I'm doing. But I'm like, I know what I'm seeing. I know what I want. Like when I trust and align, like what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling, and what I want to put out, yeah. and that flow is how these paintings form. Yeah. So I got to trust that more than thinking logically of like, does the lighting correct or whatever? It's like, you know what you're doing. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> Just flow. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. I, I love that. that you just have such a sense of what you need to do and how to do it. And you're painting you. confident too in that. Mm. It, yeah. You're a whole, whole vibe. It's really fun oh, to meet you. Oh. Thank you so much. Always, like meeting people like you that, you know, we might both be so in our own worlds. We just only wink at each other across the internet for years. And here we get to just soak you up. So nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to talk with you. And again, like I said, this platform is awesome. And because that's been something that I've also been learning. So with the personal pieces, even with Lolo's pieces, I don't sell him, but I've been um, blessed enough to have spaces to show him. Yeah. Um, and so that was a great opportunity to get back out there and talk to people. And it's definitely helpful to, to talk with another artist that's like has more experience and established and community yeah. and, and yeah. say these wonderful things. Um, because it helps a lot to combat the self-sabotaging limited beliefs yeah. um, when you have the support of a community. So much, and we all need it. Yeah. I mean, my close friend, Leah, told me that she's now listening to these these live art friend interviews while she's painting, because a lot of what oh. we do, it's like we're friends, but then she's hanging out yeah. with yeah. <laughs> virtually. And I think we, we end up working in, in isolation a lot. Yeah. Um, and, but there are so many common experiences in what it is when, when we have this urge. I think what defines our community is we have this urge to create. Yeah. We're going to do it no matter what. Um, <laughs> some of us, it can be a big part of our identity. I know it is for me. And yeah. so, so, like, it's not always like, super easy. Sometimes 
it's really like pockmarked with doubt or or whatever so it's nice to have the conversations out in the open yeah yeah, yeah. and and it's also that you're recording it and putting on this platform because it's it's the great thing about this modern technology is that you might say something that's going to click and maybe activate another artist right and so that's yeah. like we need more of that we need more people to believe in themselves put themselves out there be vulnerable because the more of us that are vulnerable i feel like the more empathy the more compassion yes. is needed really yeah yeah and kind of at a point in my career after been teaching online since 2017 and a lot of that has been behind a paywall of like inside a certain course or as a private mentor or um and it's felt like a lot of work to then try to translate it into like the public content and now i want to do it almost in reverse like i just want to give everything away for free <laughs> if i can and then oh, starting the art friends school which will be my place where people can have a membership or just join for a month or two and we'll have you know intimate master classes and stuff so that's how i plan to make my income but instead of being like i'm only gonna have these conversations for people who can access or afford to like hire i just i'm just feeling really liberated by by just doing it all out in the open right now so that's great yeah i'm, I'm glad you're honoring that as well um yeah it's interesting i some of my younger relatives have come out and and I've, I'm learning these things about them that they also feel called to, oh, yeah. to do art and stuff like that. But, and, but they also have that like, oh, but I'm not good like you or, you know, this and that. I'm like, no, 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 we're not, we're not gonna start with that conversation. Yeah. You have to honor, we're all, it's, it's, everyone has their own, you know, view of life. Um, and it, we might have similar looking techniques or whatever, um, but that, people develop with time, you know, yeah. technique and all of that yeah. stuff <laughs> you've developed with a lot of practice, but everyone's unique um, viewpoint or fingerprint in the art world, yeah. I say is, is valid and, and needed. Um, yeah. Sure. So yeah, I think, I, I think that you're doing right by giving out first because that will bring, that will just open up, you know, more people to come to, yeah. know that you you really care and you want to help yeah yeah, yeah and i'm just down for the conversation you know, <laughs> it's so yeah yeah um, one other thing is i don't know if you ever are interested in sharing a studio but a bunch of my pals in berkeley have this amazing studio and i think they have like eight members and sometimes the spaces turn over um oh. so definitely look up uh lily soul she's been on as an art friend Mady rose been on as an art friend andrea okay. here um okay, a couple other people that we know um i don't know if you need a studio um or want it in the capacity of community but it might be something to you know keep an eye on and, and get yeah 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 i mean i'm not gonna lie when i get into my zone i I'm, i can be really private or like a little bit of privacy yeah. it, i think on honestly yeah. yeah like if they did workshops where it's like it gives us um space to play like figure drawing and stuff like that that's something i feel like i would want to do just to switch yeah. 
things up in the brain and, and all that stuff. And I, I appreciate that. Um, I actually like that idea too. I want to get more comfortable of maybe making art out there in the world. Um, well, maybe, maybe it's not really meant to be. I don't know. Um, but I'm just, I really enjoy connecting people. That was like pinging yeah. me. And so I trusted yeah. it out loud. But yeah, I think I've had, a sh I had a shared studio space for nine years. I think um, Alicia is watching this live right now. Hi, honey. <laughs> we were studio mates. Oh, and man. often I had to actually have headphones on to like kind of get in the zone. Yeah. yeah. All those really fun times where we're like, let's just have a little dance break or we have like a really deep talk that nourishes both of our practices. Or there's a lot of things or just even seeing other artists like yeah. really nice. But there can be annoying times, probably when I'm on Zoom calls talking really loudly. Sharing <laughs> <laughs> space is not, not ideal. So thoughts, thoughts for you. No, yeah, that I now that I think about it, that was something I enjoyed about art college was like seeing the different like seeing industrial design pieces and seeing like graphic design pieces. So and then in general, especially when it comes to my personal art, I I do like to get inspired by like other things. So it is it is a good idea to kind of step out of my comfort zone or what I'm used to always seeing just to like visually get my eyes to like see something else, but also inspiration too. Yeah. 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 Well, so fun. I'm so glad to meet you and be part of the community together and let the let people who watch this now or in the future get to know you and so for Thank anyone you. watching this please comment and encourage mariana <laughs> at portrait commissions because she's absolutely phenomenal at them and um, if anyone wants to get me a birthday present i want a painting of my dog anything else you want to say oh uh no anything else you want to say before we sign up um just thank you thank you to you thank you to everyone who's watching thank you to the community and um this is something that i do want to keep doing and so whenever i usually say to people whenever you're ready i'm here for you amazing. so yeah <laughs> amazing i love your energy your awareness thank you. yeah what a fun <laughs> thank okay, you so much I'm going to end this and then I'm going to type a caption in the next cool. five minutes and we'll be all done. All right. Thanks so much. Great rest of your day. Bye. You too. Take care. I'd love to have you inside of Art Friends School where we go deeper into these topics. Follow the link that's in the show notes or find it on my website at onamika.com.